If you're tuning in to listen to me talk Mets baseball, I say welcome. Now, I didn't know exactly where I wanted to start this show off with. Because, you know, four games uh, with the Dodgers being the type of series that it was, uh, there was a lot going on. But how about Funky Cold Adonis Medina? That's who I want to start with. Plus, it's a little fresh in my mind right now. What a pitching performance from Adonis Medina in the 10th. Because the fact that this kid has 12 appearances in his career, he's a rookie. Now, I've watched him pitch a bit, and he definitely has the stuff. And one thing that I I always thought about Medina is that he's not scared. And boy, did it show in the bottom of the 10th inning today, Sunday, against the Dodgers, where we take the lead in the top of the 10th, and Medina comes in after Diaz is, is... has pitched after Lugo has pitched. I mean, we're down to no more relievers, basically. And starting off in the bottom of the tenth with a with the bullshit ghost runner, which I don't even know why they call it ghost runner because there's an actual runner on second base. But anyway, he gets Mookie Betts to fly out to right field. Runner stays put at second. Then he gets Freeman to ground out. And he gets Will Smith to strike out for the third out and get the save. Now, a lot of pitchers, one thing I noticed from Medina in the 10th is he never once never once stepped off the off the uh, rubber. All right? In a situation like that where you're on the road and it's got a a very playoff-like atmosphere, you got the the crowd is real loud. You know, a young pitcher like that, I would expect to you know, step off the mound, off the rubber once or twice, but he he attacked he attacked those batters of the Dodgers exactly how I would have liked him to. Didn't pitch around. He started off bets with a strike. Okay, got him to fly out. Then he got Freeman to ground out on the first pitch. Had Trey Turner 0-2 before that catcher's interference. And then got ahead on Will Smith uh, before striking him out. So uh, the key to that whole uh, inning right there for Medina was just to attack, throw first pitch, pitch strikes, and, you know, n- not give in. Uh, and he just, he pitched a really, really good inning. Really, really proud of the kids. Shout out to him because I don't know how many uh, rookies in that spot against that lineup at Dodger Stadium would have done what he did and against the meat of that lineup. So that's who I wanted to start off this uh, this pod with, uh, with Medina. Man, there is so much to unravel in this series. The Mets and the Dodgers end up splitting, okay? Um, the series did not start off very nice for the Mets. Francisco Lindor slams his finger up with a door. Uh, then there's complaints uh, by the Mets clubhouse that it smells like rat piss. 
Hey, come on, guys. You play in New York. It smells like rat piss 24-7. But nonetheless, Dodger Stadium apparently smells like rat piss. Um, and then, you know, you get the first two games where... The first two games, the 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 bats just did not show up. Like, they looked really overpowered, I would say, against Anderson and Gonsolin. Uh, in those first two games, they those two pitches pitched really well against us, but so did Taiwan Walker. He held his home his own in the first game. We end up losing that game two nothing. We bring Bassett for game two. He pitched well. He didn't get hit around. Okay, he just made two bad pitches where he gave up two two run home runs. Um, he threw about 110 pitches. Uh, I mean, he pitched really well. He really did. Aside from, you know, getting the loss, he pitched well. And then, you know, we get um, uh, Trevor Williams today, Sunday. He pitched really well. And who pitched? Uh, oh, Peterson. Peterson pitched Saturday night to give the Mets the first win of the series. Um, you know, I, I put up a poll on my Twitter at Raw and Cut Sports before the series, and the question was, what is going to be the key to beating the Dodgers? And the options were bullpen, offense, manager, and starting pitching. Well, now that I, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but now that I, I I I read that poll again and the options, really all of them are are the right answer because manager came into play on Saturday night where you had Buck Showalter correctly pointing out that you needed six runs or more to bring in a position player, right? So the Dodgers try to bring in um, a position player instead of a reliever, which pretty much signaled that the Dodgers and Dave Roberts were, were throwing in the white flag. They were down five runs at the time, right? Um, and I mean, it's very clear that the umpire and Dave Roberts did not know the rule. Uh, and it's very clear that Buck Walter did know the rules. Okay, so the Dodgers were trying to save a bullpen arm for today, Sunday. Uh, but that didn't quite go as planned for Dave Roberts. And it kind of backfired on him. And he had to bring in a reliever on Saturday night to finish that game. Ultimately, the Mets would go on to win that game 9-4, to four, right? So manager came into play. And actually, Buck Showalter came into play again on Sunday when he brought in Edwin Diaz in the eighth inning to get three outs, did that on 15 pitches, I believe. I would have liked to have seen Edwin Diaz go out there for the ninth. And if he got into trouble, then you bring in Lugo. Buck Showalter opted to bring in Lugo for the ninth. If you saw the game, Lugo gives up um, gives up two runs. And the Dodgers tie the game. And that's how we end up going to extras. So both managers, you know, kind of played a part in this series, obviously, right? I mean, they're the managers, but, you know, there was some um, questionable calls and there were some good calls in, uh, by Buck Showalter. Then you have the starting pitching. Um, the Dodgers threw out their four and five starters Thursday night and Friday night. Those guys 
end up beating Walker and, and Bassett. And then we throw out our four and fives, which I don't even know if you want to call them four and five. They're more like five and sixes on a rotation. And the Dodgers would counter with Walker Bueller and Julio Urias. And we end up taking those two games against Walker and Urias uh, Saturday and Sunday. So starting pitching obviously played a part. Uh, their starting pitching wasn't their one and two in the rotation weren't as good as our four and five or six. Uh, and and the offense, uh, which was another option in that poll, um, look in a two nothing game on Thursday night, right in game one, man, if if our offense comes to play just a little bit, um, we probably win that game and we possibly take three out of four from the Dodgers because Taiwan Walker pitched a really good game and I mean we had our chances plain and simple uh, but call it what you want to call it uh, we got to give credit to Gonsolin in game one he pitched well that splitter was working um, and you know he he really kept us in check he kept us off balance so whatever and the bullpen look I see a lot of complaints when it comes to the New York Mets bullpen, and I get it. There are some holes. But let me just make one thing clear before I get into the Mets bullpen, because I think you're going to be really shocked by what what you're about to hear. We all like to play the results, okay? You bring in Edwin Diaz, you take him out, you bring in Lugo, he gives up the tie runs, we go to extras, oh, he should have kept Diaz in there. Look, man... (laughs) Buck Walter, you're damn if you do, you're damn if you don't. We all love playing the results and, you know, all that bullshit. And, you know, say what you want about the Mets bullpen. It has been exceptionally good. I mean, we need to give a little more credit to the bullpen. I think those guys have pitched very well. As a matter of fact, in this four-game series against the Dodgers, the bullpen has gone 14 and two-thirds. Given up 11 hits, given up four runs, two base on balls, and struck out 11 Dodgers. That's a workload right there for that bullpen. It was already a good bullpen. Now, after watching them, how they pitched against the Dodgers, man, I think that's a really good bullpen now. So, I, you know, every team has holes. You know, we have a hole... In our catching situation right now. And even with McCann. He's good defensively. He's not great offensively. He's barely scratching good. So, you know, we have holes there. But, man, we need to really give props to the Mets bullpen. Because they have pitched their asses off. They really have... um, I've enjoyed watching them pitch. I mean, everyone. Holderman... Uh, Colin Holderman, I got his stats right here. I mean, he's been really good. He's pitched 11 innings this season, 14 strikeouts, one walk, and one earned run. I mean, damn, how much more could we ask from the guy? You know what I mean? Um, and speaking of bullpen, Gratterall, is that his name, from the Dodgers? I mean, he's one of their better relievers, and we tagged him for three runs, 
on Saturday plus a home run and another three runs on Sunday. So, you know, you can say the Dodgers have some holes in their bullpen. Um, look, all around, I can't, I'm not going to break down every single game, but uh, I think the Mets showed us that they can definitely hang with the Dodgers. Okay. Uh, it, the Dodgers didn't exactly knock us around. The most they scored in this series was six runs. Uh, we scored nine last night on Saturday, game three. So we can definitely hang with the Dodgers. I'm not worried at all. Um, you know, we lost game one, but game one, we still played some pretty sound baseball. Like Mazika had two strong throws to second base. He didn't get the runner out trying to steal, but those were two strong throws. And then he ha and then he was involved in a rundown uh, between third and home where he kind of uh, you know he, I felt like he 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 was a little too late throwing the ball to Escobar, but Escobar was able, but it was still early enough that Escobar was able to tag the runner, and ultimately I think it got reviewed and uh, you know Buck challenged, and the call was overturned in favor of the Mets. So you know game one. Man, game one we could have really had if 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 we just could have uh, put together a, you know a few hits, just had one inning of of just some rally baseball, we we would have taken took in that game and uh, like I said we would have won three out of four. Uh, Eduardo Escobar, two multi hit games in this series, one home run, two RBIs. The one thing that you know I don't like about Escobar is that he's not walking enough. He has not walked in 13 games. So, you know, although it looks like his bat might be coming around, it's, you know, he's still kind of, he's pretty solid on the field. But I would like to see his, his bat improve a little bit. He started off the season really hot. Uh, J.D. Davis, man, what can I say about J.D. Davis? This is a guy that the Mets are have I mean obviously at this point they have 100% faith in the guy I mean there's no doubt about that and as bad as he's been this season because he's been bad he hasn't been really good okay don't give me the hard hit bullshit uh he just he just hasn't done well um, but he's got hits in five of his last six games, three hits versus the Dodgers, and his batting average is, is somewhere around 250, 247, 250. So J.D. Davis, all of a sudden, is becoming an important part of this Mets lineup because he's kind of having, you know, lately he's been hitting the ball, actually getting hits uh, more often than uh, Escobar has. Uh, Luis Guillorme, his batting average has, has dipped a little bit to 340. He's batting 167 in June, but if he's not getting a hit, he's walking. So that is always a good thing. We need him in the lineup at all times. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at with, uh, Guillorme. Um, I know I'm jumping around a lot here. It's, 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 you know, four games is a lot. My memory is not that great, but, uh, you know, I'm just going through my notes here a little bit. Uh, game two. Uh, Bassett, like I said, he didn't get knocked around 
he gave up five hits, two two-run home runs. He threw 110 pitches, and he hasn't thrown less than 92 this season, 92 pitches, and he's reached 100 or more pitches three times this season. He's 33 years old. I looked through his uh, pitches thrown a game uh, per game for last season. He had quite a few of, you know, high 90s and, and, and hundreds. So hopefully, and, and you know, I, I mentioned this in my previous episodes where things are breaking right for the Mets. You know what I mean? And this is a good example right here. We haven't had Scherzer for a few weeks now. We haven't had the Grom at all this season. We haven't had McGill also for a few weeks, almost a month it feels like. And Bassett has, has been throwing a lot of pitches. And it almost feels like to me like we're going to get McGill first. Then we'll get maybe DeGrom and then Scherzer or both around the same time. But obviously we're going to get McGill back. And that is going to, uh, you know, allow us to not absorb a lot of the bullpen and possibly... Uh, you know, slow down on pushing Bassett and his pitch count. So again, that is that that would be the perfect storm, right? So like I say, things seem to be breaking for the mess of season, and that is something important to look at because we're gonna need Bassett and his freaking thirteen pitch arsenal for later in the season. Um. So, yeah, I mean, look, impressive series for the Mets, okay? I would say it's an impressive series for the Mets because to be to lose the first two games, um, you know, the Mets in the past have had a tendency to not wake up at all after one game. So to bounce back like that and put up some runs against Walker Bueller Saturday night, uh, and win that game nine to four, and then you know have like three comebacks on Sunday. Man, that is uh, I I think it's impressive. I mean, nobody can say now that the Mets can't beat the good teams. So that talk needs to go away, uh, ASAP. Uh, I'm pretty much done listening to you know Twitter. Mets Twitter is very uh, toxic. And I'm I'm slowly, very slowly, because I, I you know I like to go back and forth. I like the banter, but I'm slowly realizing that I can't talk Mets baseball with a lot of people on Twitter because, um, you know it's it's knee jerk reactions, and you know I I don't know. Sometimes I feel like people just read the box scores and don't watch the games. I I don't know. Uh, the bullpen is a very clear point of that. <laughs> like, if you're not watching, uh, then obviously you don't know that the Mets bullpen has been pretty good. So, uh, you know, my advice to you is get some good sleep because it's going to be a long week. We go into San Diego and then we go into Anaheim to play the Padres and the Angels before coming back home to Queens. Should be good, man. This is, um, you know, I mentioned that I wanted the Mets to play some competitive baseball and win some games in LA so they can come out of Los Angeles with their chests poking out just a little bit. And I think 
the way this series turned out after being down 0-2 and then coming back and winning the last two games, I think they have every reason to, uh, you know, do the Vince McMahon walk a little bit. Kind of, you know, poke their chest out. They played good baseball, sound baseball. They didn't commit many errors. Um, fucking Alonzo had a, I mean, that guy, that guy's hungry for for success. He's hungry to bring a championship to New York. 15 total bases in, in this series against the Dodgers. Five hits, three home runs, seven RBIs. Not one base on ball. I don't like that. I don't like that. I uh, wish he could be a little more patient, but I mean, he, you know, when he puts the bat on the ball, uh, he's going to definitely give it a ride. He had a two home runs against Walker Bueller, one opposite field that had, you know, for all you fucking analytic uh, nerds out there, the launch angle on that was minimal because that was a, that was a line drive rocket to uh, right center. I think that was his second home run of the game. Um, you know, Alonzo's playing great, man. There was a, there was a, I think today in the sixth in the finale where you had Lindor got on and up came Alonzo. And I was like, man, this is, this is, this is perfect. You know, Alonzo is going to cash in. He's, he's got to at least get a hit, draw a walk or something. And he ended up striking out, I believe. And then the same opportunity arose in, in the eighth inning, um, and Alonzo hit, hit a home run. So, um, you know, really good baseball by the Mets uh, these four games. Really proud of the team. I think um, for all you real Met fans out there, you need to be proud of this of this uh, of this team so far. It's only going to get tougher. The season gets longer. It's going to feel longer. Uh, these West Coast trips are never easy. They're always fun. Sometimes you lose. Sometimes you win. But they're always fun. Uh, and as a fan, all I can say is, uh, yeah, like I said, get some sleep and get ready for the uh, for the Padres because the Padres are no slouches either. Manny Machado's having a good season. Their pitching is pretty decent. Um, I think they just took two out of three from the Brewers, if I'm not mistaken. I might preview that, but I had to get this one out because uh, it was fresh on my mind and I was I was pretty pumped about Adonis Medina. I really was, man. You know, I like to see... The young guys come through. I had tweeted out during uh, during that inning while Medina was pitching that it seems like every Met has had their moment at some point during this season. Whether it's been McNeil, whether it's been Nimmo, whether it's been Alonzo, Lindor, Canna, Marte, uh, you know, Carrasco. It seems like everybody had their moment. And I really felt like this was Adonis Medina's moment. And man, did he make the most out of it. So I'm going to end this one. I started with Medina. I'm going to end it with Medina. I think it's only right. The kid deserves credit. Uh, I'm glad he's on our bullpen. And um, look, if you guys enjoy this, I appreciate it. If you guys are listening, I appreciate it. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Sports. I'm still trying to figure out a name for this fucking thing, but I, you know, it's not coming. So we'll let it ride. Uh, thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next one.